Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We're talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. With Brooke Grimsley and Kerry Davis, I'm Randy Carricker. The Blues in action tonight, 8.30 with the start. And, of course, you'll hear the pregame at 7.30 here on 101 ESPN. Bernie Federico of Bally Sports does pre- and intermissions and posts on the Blues games, and he's with us now. Good morning, Mr. Federico. How are you? Good morning, Randy. I'm fine. Thank you. Bernie, uh, obviously a pretty decent weekend for the Blues, especially considering that they won two straight. I know that they lost against the Golden Knights, but it felt like something was different with them this past weekend. It looked like the guys were battling for, for each other. What did you think of their performance? And do you see them at least kind of progressing in the right direction and playing for each other more? They played very well against Vegas. There's no question. I mean, it's tough to lose a game, obviously, uh, but uh, the way things have been going, I mean, at least they did win a couple in a row. And yeah, you know, I think they're more relaxed. I I think uh, they understand now that uh, there's no pressure on them. They just got to play. I mean, they got to play for their jobs. Um, you know, a lot of changes have been made over the course of the last, what, three or four weeks now through the trade deadline and everything. And But they still have a job to do. And I think that they uh, finally kind of said, OK, let's just play hockey. And, and actually, I thought they outplayed the the, the uh, night and just unfortunately got a bad bounce there and, and ended up losing that game. But if they play like that, they're going to, you know, win more games than they're going to lose. Bernie, reports are that uh, in Jake Neighbors is near his return from an upper body injury. What does he bring to this team uh, when healthy? He just brings a little more skill and obviously a, a little more energy. I mean, he, he's a kid, obviously, it was a first-round draft pick. He wants to prove himself in the league, and, and I like the way he plays. I mean, he goes hard to the net, and he, he does those little things. And I, I think he, he gives us uh, hope for the future. I think that's kind of what his, what his job is now. I mean, uh, the changes that have been made now, and, and you know, it's a changing of the guard now. And, and Jake's one of those guys that's going to be there, and he's going to be one of those guys that uh, is the new wave. So uh, certainly, I know he'll bring some excitement. Uh, I know that the guys like him a lot in the locker room, and, and he plays the game, I guess, what we'll call the right way. He, he plays hard, and he he plays fast, and, and that's exactly what the Blues need need on this hockey club. With the additions that they've had, Captain and Vrana, uh, neighbors potentially coming back healthy, are you looking at a Blues team that, for the future, could be a really good team? Well, that's what the idea is. I mean, obviously bringing in a Captain and bringing in Vrana, a couple of guys that are getting a second chance. They have scored more than 20 goals in the league a couple of times, so so they, they, they are scorers, and uh, you know when you when you give up a Tarasenko, you give up a Riley. I mean, you got a couple of guys that that are goal scorers. I mean, we lost David Perron last year, 
So you've got to replace the offense that 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 you've had in the past, and uh, these guys have the potential to do it. They're on, uh, you know, they they have another year left on their contracts, which is always good. And it's guys play obviously the best, or they try to play their best when they're up for contract because they're trying to get the new deals done. So uh, yes, I mean I expect that these are the the young players that uh, are going to have to score the goals, and the success is going to be on their the riding on their shoulders. Hey, Bernie, one of my favorite teams, one of my favorite Blues teams ever was your 80-81 team. And one of the things that Emil Francis did for people that aren't old enough to remember, he went out and got players who were clearly talented. You mentioned the word second chance a moment ago. But you go out and get Blair Chapman, who'd been the second pick in the draft. Mike Crombie had been the fifth pick in the draft. Rick LaPointe had been the fifth pick in the draft. Ralph Klassen had been the third pick in the draft. Blake Dunlop, a uh, second-round pick. A lot of players that really just didn't evolve in their first stops and then came here, accepted roles and were really talented and key players for your teams. And I wonder if the Blues are kind of doing the same thing. When you mention people like Vrana and Kapanen, really obviously talented players that might just need to be in the right place at the right time. Well, you, you hit the nail on the head there, Randy. There's uh, no question that's exactly what Emil Francis did. I mean, there was uh, there was all first-round picks. I mean, um, uh, Brian Maxwell was another one mm-hmm. from, from, from that year. They're all first-round draft picks and high first-round draft picks that had not panned out. And, yes, I think that's what, um, you know, Doug Armstrong has said is that he doesn't want to, uh, you know, just, just get some draft picks and, and, and see what he can do with them because him. I mean, these kids are 17 years old when they're drafted. You've got to wait a few years before you can really get them into the mix with things. So uh, when you can find players that, that, that are talented and, and that can get a second chance and are already you know older than, than, the, than they're already in their early 20s, uh, that's when you can kind of rely on a little bit more. So I think that's kind of what the idea that Doug has talked about. So, um, yes, I, I hope that's what he's doing because if you wait for the draft and all of a sudden you – you got these seventeen-year-old kids. It could be, you know, time in junior still. It could still be time, whether or not they're going to college or, or or spending some time in the minors before they're able to play here. So that that's a, that's a long process. So, uh, you know, we turned things around really quickly when Emil Francis did that, and uh, we were a great team in in eighty eighty one. And unfortunately, it didn't pan out for us. But I think that's really kind of a, a nice way of, of being able to build and give guys second chances, and they certainly can come through. Bernie, how do you think that you improve this team defensively moving forward? Obviously, you know, nothing against Colm Pareko. He's had a nice stretch of games here lately, but we've seen at times, not just Pareko, I feel like a lot of people call him out, but just defensively, that defensive core has had issues at times this season. And even with the forwards, there's been times where you would like to see them improve as well. How do you improve that moving forward going into next season? The guys have to play a better uh, game together. I mean, we could talk about five-man units, and I, I don't think you can just blame it on the defense. Yes, I, I really believe, though, that a lot of the defense have had down years. I mean, I, I think that there's really, when you look at the, the defense, it's kind of almost the same defense that the Blues had last year, and they were not near this porous. So you can't just blame it on the defense. I think you have to blame it on the way the system's been played, and and I think that you can just blame it on some just off years. So I think the personnel can certainly rebound. I mean, obviously, they've got to play a tighter defensive system. They've got to have less gaps between uh, the forwards and the defense. And I think that they just have to be uh, a little more uh, aggressive uh, in the uh, in the defensive zone. I mean, and, and win the one-on-one battles in the front of the net and, and the little things. And it's just kind of beating the opponent that's facing off against you. So I think there's just... A lot of different little things that have to happen, but um, 
I, I don't know if the personnel really has to change that much. I just I think that the system just has to be played better. Bernie, I also just want to ask you, uh, former uh, coach with the Blues, Jim Montgomery has been doing well with the Bruins. What do you think of his success with the Bruins this year? And are you happy for him with that? Absolutely. And, you know, Jimmy's a really good guy. I mean, he, he's coached before. I mean, he was a very successful coach in college. And when he was in, you know, Denver, he, he did a great job when he was in, in Dallas and, and did a good job with the Blues and the assistants. So, I mean, he's got an opportunity. And the Bruins are playing really well. They got beat a couple of times now recently by Detroit and Chicago last night. So they're maybe going through their little slump now. But um, he's done a really good job with. I mean, Boston's got a really good team. I mean, they got a lot of. Uh, Great personnel with some older veterans and some mix with the new new young players. Their goaltending has been real good. So, um, you know, he deserves a lot of credit. But uh, certainly, it, it <laughs> you have to win it all. I mean, I think Boston's going for broke right now. Uh, I think their their disappointment still goes back to 2019, losing to the Blues in, in in the Stanley Cup final, and they're still trying to get back there and win. So, uh, there's a lot of pressure on the Bruins right now, and I think that Monty's done a really really good job with that squad. Bernie, Jordan Cairo got his 30th goal the other night. Is he a guy that can get 40, 50 goals and potentially 100 points in a season? Well, he certainly got the potential, uh, Kerry. He's, he, he skates. We talked about the, the way he's, I mean, his speed that he has. He's, he's explosive. Uh, he shoots the puck very well. And, uh, yes, I think he's got a potential. I said it on the, the other night. He, he still has a chance to get to 40 this year. Uh, when he's, he's one of those streaky scorers right now, he's got things going right now. Uh, Robert Thomas and him are are seeing each other. They're 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 really got that great chemistry. So yes, he he's a guy that that certainly has the possibility of getting forty goals. Is fifty there possible? Who knows? Yes, if he continues to prove, he's still a young guy. He's got a lot of a lot of things to learn uh, defensively, obviously. But the more ice time he gets, and the more he plays, uh, yes, I, he certainly has the potential to be a big goal scorer in the league. Bernie, I know you love analyzing the Blues, but with an 8.30 start, I'm sure you don't mind TNT taking over tonight. (laughs) 8.52 puck drop, Randy. (laughs) Yeah, I will be watching the game, that's for sure. And it's, yeah, it's it's always nice to get a day off every once in a while, though, too, just to watch the game because you know when you're watching the game and and you're you're really analyzing more than you are enjoying the game. So it's uh, I, I like the way Minnesota has has done a lot of really good things. They've added to their their core. There they're they're getting a little more aggressive. I mean, it's unfortunate to not being able to watch Kaprizov because he's such a, a really great player to watch. But uh, Minnesota's, I mean, hey, what they're they've lost in 13 games in regulation, so uh, they're playing very well. But this is another this is a test for the. Lose tonight. Uh, it's a test for the young players, and and uh, uh, you know, with the minute lose a game sooner or later, and hopefully this is the game that the Blues really uh, get everything together and can can beat the Wild. Might as well be. That's exactly right, Bernie. Thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you next week. Always a pleasure. You guys have a great day too. Thank you. That's the Hall of Famer Bernie Federico joining us here on the opening drive on 101 ESPN.